Hello, Kingsters, and welcome back to the Kinky as Fuck podcast, season five. This is episode 101. I can't believe I missed 100. Uh, season four, episode 10, collaring part two was actually episode 100, and I didn't realize. So, yay, we get to do a episode 101 today. <laughs> All right, it's been a while, and uh, that's because a lot of things have been changing for us here at the Kinky AF Podcast. We moved. We're actually now located in Utah. <laughs> uh, me as a truck driver and my girl missing me, because being a truck driver means I was out on the road for a week or two at, at a stretch and only home for about a day or two. So my wife was like, hey, I miss you, and you're spending more time up in Utah than you are California. So I got this job offer, and we move at the end of the year. And I'm like, oh, well, cool, let's go. So now we are safely and you know rather nicely located here in Utah, and I finally get to get back to doing what I love, and that is the podcast. Uh, we have met a lot of really amazing individuals here in Utah, a lovely community, a very smaller community, and a lot of community with huge differences than Los Angeles. And that's why I wanted to talk today about Kingsters in the Wild. So, in Los Angeles, I apparently we're all good at being secret agents, and we just do the, oh, hey, hi, how are you? Good to see you. And if anyone asks, oh, how do you know them? we can pull something out of our ass and be like, oh, I met them, friend of a friend, party, coffee shop, whatever. Anything but the circle jerk we actually did meet them at. <laughs> but up here in Utah, what I'm discovering um, from talking to everyone, going to classes up here, is that it's very much hush-hush. If you see me out in the wild, no contact. Don't even look my way huge difference from Los Angeles, and I want to talk about that today, and so we'll get into that in just a second, but first, I got to say thank you to all of our amazing sponsors, starting with the one, the only, the one that's been on our side since the beginning, fetishforlife.com. Show your love for everything kinky and fetish as fuck with t-shirts, play bags, coffee mugs, and so much more. All of that by Fetish Artist, the artist who knows what fetish tastes like. Also, SanctuaryLAX.com. Sanctuary, unfortunately, had to close and move because they lost the lease, but they found a permanent new building, which they have bought. So that is their permanent forever home. SanctuaryLAX.com has all the details. Go check that out right now. And last but not least, Kingsters, we have our brand new sponsor, uh, replacing Anchor is Spotify for podcasters. And with that, Kingsters, let's start the show. And now it's time for the Kinkiest Fuck Podcast with your host, The Reverend. Be very, very quiet. We're looking for Kingsters. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to be talking about if you encounter a kingster in the wild. Oh, 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 my baby's naked. Yay! Are you ready yet? Nope. Are you ready yet? No. Are you ready yet? No. Okay. A big shout out to all of our sponsors that make this podcast possible. 
Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash kinkyafpodcast. Yay! Now fuck. All right, Kingsters, welcome back to the show. It's so good to be doing this again. All right, so let's jump in. Meeting a Kingster in the wild. You know, it's like weird Pokemon pop-up. You know, a wild Kingster appears. <laughs> what do I mean by this? So, we go into the community... And we meet people left and right. We're very social in our community. We meet people at munches, at parties. We might have even beaten their ass. We might have, you know, had some sort of sexual conduct. What have you. And now you see them at a Starbucks or walking down the street, the grocery store. Heaven forbid you see them at their place of employment. What happens first off we should probably start having these conversations with people before it happens like hey i had a really good time talking with you i loved playing with you i hope we can continue to create this uh, dynamic or relationship or whatever what happens if i see you out in public just have that conversation And it's not a thing of shame, like, oh, well, no, we have to keep our relationship a secret, and, like, no. But no, if you accidentally meet someone, heaven forbid, at their job, what do you do? First off, if you find them at their job, oh, dear God, do not call them by their scene name. Now, this this is a personal story of mine. I was working in an office job. And right across the street was a grocery store and a, uh, like a USPS and all these different things. And I just happened to be walking into the UPS store when I hear from someone's car, Master Gear! Hi, Reverend! Hi, over here! And I immediately freeze because I can see in the distance a couple people I work with and they don't know what I do. Now I'm a truck driver, and I don't care. Call me whatever you like. Just don't call me late for dinner. (laughs) But back then, my job, no, 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 not okay. So this person yelling from their vehicle my scene name, where my vanilla work partners are, I turned white as a ghost. And I quickly took, you know, looked around and whatnot, and I, I walked up the vehicle and went, hey, good to see you too. Don't you ever do that in public again. Because I could have been fired. I could have been um, denied promotion. I could have become an office pariah. All of a sudden, my coworkers know me as Master Gear. Oh, that's going to make a couple of chuckles and, you know, scuttlebutt conversation. But I'm lucky. I am now a truck driver. And, you know, that last job, I, screw that last job. I, don't, I hated that job for all 13 years. Now as a truck driver, I, I have a CDL. If I get fired from one job, I can go right on to the next. But that's where I'm showing my privilege. There are plenty of people out there that work for the government, that work in the military, that work in uh, schooling, 
any sort of teacher has to sign a um, morality clause where if they find out that you're in the community or you're a swinger or you're fill in the blank that's not completely vanilla, they can fire you without any warning. Just, oh, you, uh, well, we, we found out you're a freak and we don't expect you to be with our children anymore. That's someone's livelihood, you know? And if you're in a, a, a state job, a government job, and you have, like, security clearance, oh, yeah, you can be demoted, fired, all sorts of things. Because they don't want any sort of compromising thing with this person. We've seen it all over the place, too, in, like, Sherlock and, you know, all these other things where a dominatrix was able to chat up a highly paid or you know a highly cleared person in the government or military and then they were able to blackmail them you know we've seen it in the movie clue we've seen it in sherlock we've seen it oh actually this happened uh, a couple years ago some secret service agents i think were in columbia and they went off to a brothel and they just left the plans laying around and one of the uh, ladies of fortune picked up the plans and returned them to like the US embassy so yeah those agents are fucking done <laughs> that was a huge pariah back in the day I think that happened around 10 or 15 years ago now so again these things do happen where we have our vanilla job and it, it absolutely needs to be quarantined and kept away from our kinky lives. Vanilla and kink sometimes do not mix. I am very, very happy that my, my family, most of them, know what I do. I am a kinky podcaster. I am a kinky comedian. I am a covered master. Quite a few of my, my family knows. My friends all know what I do. I am very lucky <laughs> that, again, even if my job pulls me in and goes, hey, uh, we heard you're a freak. You're fired. I'm like, cool. I'll start another job today because that's my industry. I can literally walk across the street to any of the other carriers and be like, cool. I just got fired from that job because of uh, a morality thing or whatever. And they'll be like, cool, we don't care. You have a CDL. Let's go. We need you. <laughs> but not everyone has that. So have the conversation with your friends, with your colleagues, with whatever. Whoever that person is in the kink community, swinger community, what have you, have the conversation. Be like, hey, if I saw you in public, would it be cool if I said hi? They get to decide, like, hey, if I'm alone, yeah, cool. Or absolutely not. Zero contact. Now, if you have that conversation, great. You're prepared. You see them in public. You look at them once, and you just keep walking. Maybe send them a text later going, so that was awkward. <laughs> but... If you don't have the conversation and you see them, 
you can either do one of two things ethically and morally. Ethically and morally, you can keep walking. Message them later and be like, hey, I saw you in public. Didn't know if it was cool to say hi. I wasn't trying to blank you. Or the nod. Give someone the nod. If you're walking down the street and they're walking towards you, make eye contact, do a quick little nod. If they do not return the nod, keep walking. If they do return the nod and continue walking, keep walking. If they return the nod and go, hey, how are you? Then you know. Now, what happens if you're the one that gets nodded to? Well, you're going to have to make a, a little bit of a decision as well. You can either return the nod and walk, or you can just say, hi, how are you? And just see what happens. Because that's one thing that, that does happen still in our, in our society at some places. People do say hi to each other, even though we don't know each other. So, test the waters and walk on. Judgment calls for the if in doubt, just walk on. Because, again, you don't know what the other person is going on that day. They could be with a work colleague. They could be with a family member. They could be with their children. They could be with fill in the blank. For some people, the kink life, the swinger life, the whatever, is completely separated and isolated. Now, does this mean that they're keeping it from their spouse? Sometimes. I don't condone that. A lot of the community does not condone that. But you know what? That is still their thing. If they are keeping you and your community a secret, there is a reason why. It is not your job to dig deeper. It is not your job to expose them. It is not your job to out somebody. That is another big thing in our communities, plural, that someone may be experimenting with their LGBTQ side. They could be trying things with the same sex. They could be trying things with a certain fetish. It's not their identity. They're literally trying it. And that's no one's business but theirs. If you're entering into a relationship with someone, that is still their issue. If you're entering in a relationship with someone and they say, I've got to keep this and you secret from my vanilla work, my vanilla job, my, I said the same thing twice, <laughs> my vanilla friends and family, that's going to be a deal breaker for you? Cool. You walk away. But you don't get to enter into the relationship and then renegotiate and be like, no, no, you're not going to keep me a secret. I want everyone to know that you have a mistress or a master or a fill in the blank. That is not your call. I got a little bit emotional just now <laughs> because I didn't realize, ooh, emotional landmine. 
Because I had an acquaintance that I thought was a friend back in the day who thought they knew better everything. Like, oh, well, yeah, I told this person you were kinky because, well, you shouldn't keep it a secret. It's like, bitch, that is not your call. I had the, the same dude trick me into using a uh, THC-laced lotion because, oh, you've never, you know, smoked weed or anything before. And you know what? You, you just need to get it over with. That asshole did not know if my job would drug test me. That guy did not know if I was allergic. That guy just went, oh, you know what? You have this weird like moral high ground with weed and I don't like that so I changed it for you same shit here it is not you it is not cool to out anybody in any way shape or form if someone trusts you with information keep it safe whether that's the person is bisexual gay kinky, a swinger. If they let you know, take it as the badge of honor that you are a friend, you are a trusted friend, and move on. Now that I'm off that little soapbox, let's move back to the point and actually go over the keynotes of this uh, of this talk. So, we are social creatures. We meet people. We love talking to our friends. But... Have the conversation. If you see them in the wild, what happens? If you don't have that conversation, maybe you're not that close and you just see someone out in public. Walk by or do the head nod. See if you get one in return. See if one happens. See if like the conversation begins. But when in doubt, walk by. Because, again, you don't know what's going on in someone's life. They could lose their job. They could lose their family. They could lose their friends. They could be ostracized. All because you said, hey, that was a lovely scene the other day. Or it was great seeing you at Sanctuary, Threshold, fill in the blank. You could ruin someone's life when you're actually trying to be friendly. And that is not what we're trying to do. Okay, so a short episode today, but I think I got my point out, and I went on a little bit of a rant, as I do. But why don't you guys go ahead and let me know. You can tell me what you think about Kingsters in the Wild on Twitter, at KinkyAFPodcast. And also, I'll be doing this, I think it's only a Spotify thing, but I'll be putting a question up, a poll, of do you want to be approached in public or not? So... Let's get that done. Let's get that going. I get to play with all new tools now that I'm uh, with Spotify. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you all for coming back. I know it's been a long time since the last episode. Life has been crazy. I'm excited to be starting season five, doing my 101st episode today. Oh, I'm just, I kind of got chills breaking out all of the equipment again, getting a spot to record it all. And thank you all so much for being patient. Thank you all for sending the messages and the reminders of, hey, fucker, where's the Kinky AF podcast? Well, 
We're back. <laughs> All right, Kingsters, go ahead and follow us on social media at Kinky AF Podcast. And also, don't forget to uh, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us to. And if you are able, I know quite a few of these platforms allow you to leave a review. I would love a five-star review. Or you know what? Be honest. If you hate the show, give us a one. But why are you listening if you're just going to give us a one? (laughs) But moving on. So it'll help us actually get higher up in the ranks. That'll help the show get easily uh, spotted by other Kingsters that are looking for a podcast to listen to. So if you can, hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review. Another big shout-out to our amazing sponsors, FetishForLife.com and SanctuaryLAX.com. And other than that, Kingsters, I'm the Reverend, and I'm out.